Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thrice welcome. That's kind of a standard of ours. We should. We should always do the standard uh, bearer of three welcomes. That way everybody knows that uh, they're welcome here. That's right. Uh, but welcome to the Lake Hooplands podcast. It's, of course, brought to you by Tritex Cabinets. Fantastic guys over there uh, at Tritex Cabinets. I know you've dealt with them before, Brendan. I have. My experience with Tritex Cabinets has been top-notch. Um, the professionalism, the way that they uh, schedule things, uh, because as uh, cutthroat and as uh, well executed as basketball needs to be, cabinetry may even top basketball. <laughs> uh, so, so trust the people at Tritex. They're fantastic to deal with. Perfect. Uh, thank you. Tritex is our, of course, presenting sponsor uh, this season for the Lake Hooplands podcast. I am Scott. And I'm Brendan over here. And our fair hot seat man in the middle, uh, LHHS men's basketball coach, uh, Joe Duffield. Welcome, sir. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys, for, for spotlighting our teams and kids. And uh, we're excited about the season and definitely happy to be here. We are excited about the season as well. And, uh, you know, I think what we'll do here in the next eight episodes leading up to hopefully a, a deep playoff run will be chat about the team, uh, what happened this summer. We'll really highlight some upcoming games. This schedule is a bear, and it's going to be awesome for the fans to be able to attend these games, see some of truly the best prep high school basketball players in the country, not just in the state. Uh, and so we're very, very excited to uh, have you on. Absolutely. Uh, we've got a great group of guys and uh, a, a terrific schedule. And so um, hopefully this can give the community a little bit of insight to our team and, and help promote some of our players. So um, we're really excited about this opportunity. Amazing. Amazing. Well, let's get into a little summer talk uh, before we kind of dive into the future. Love, love summer talk because it uh, lets everybody know what's been going on during a long layoff. Basketball has a really long layoff, even though people play all year round, because you could certainly play all year round. And um, so, so how much action would you say that most of the team got in terms of playing as a team and then on an individual uh, perspective as well? Yeah, good question. Um, Really in the summer, June is a big month for, for high school teams. Uh, the NCAA changed up some of their recruiting um, rules and gave us these scholastic events in June where kids can play with their high school teams as opposed to their club teams. And so really the month of June, we, we spent a lot of time together. We had two or three weeks of preparation for, for our Texas scholastic event, which was the Texas Association of Basketball Coaches event. Um, and our kids did a great job there. And so. Um, when that ends in June, we still have open gyms and things like that, but the kids go back with their AAU teams and have kind of the last big run in July is really with, with AAU. Um, and then we've had some, some fall things as well where we've been playing in some, you know, not um, official games, but uh, sort of warm-up games to get ready for the season. Do you, do you think these team events that are in the summer now uh, are competing with AAU or are they going to be kind of just in complement to? Uh, so I, I think the original intent was to kind of get high school coaches and high school teams more involved with the recruiting process. And, um, you know, after the event the last couple years when, when Texas started hosting it, um, definitely got good feedback from college coaches in that 
it allows them to see players maybe in a different light. You know, with, with their high school teams, they might be in a different role. Uh, there might be a different system where you could just see different things. Um, and so I think it's a plus for everybody. I think it's been really good for our kids and, and, and good for the game in general. Is there a um, sort of an exchange of ideas with the, the guys who coach these teams in terms of what roles like a Samson may play on their summer team or, um, you know, do they run things by you in order to say, hey, is he getting too many, too many minutes on the court? We want to save some of that for the season. Yeah, uh, another good question. Uh, I think at, in, in high-level basketball, you know, it's, it's really important for kids to be in good high school programs and then also play on really good summer teams. And um, we try our best to really work together and support those, those uh, teams that our kids play for and make sure they're with good coaches and in good systems. And, um, you know, occasionally we might talk, especially when it comes to recruiting and, and you know, where we want to see the kid end up. Um, and I like for our kids to actually play maybe in a different system with a different coach, with a different role, because um, I think that's really good for them. And I've seen a lot of cases where a kid goes and, and plays a totally different role in AAU, and, and it really boosts their game and makes them a better all-around player when they come back to us. Yeah, because the composi composition of that team in terms of personnel could be wildly different than what you're used to seeing and what you're filling out on the court here at Lake Highlands High School. Uh, just the the demands of the of that team in particular are going to be completely different than the demands of, of this particular team. 100%. Who improved the most over the summer? Uh, kind of what does that look like? Uh, I thought we had a great summer. Um, you know, the TABC event, we, we knew we were going to get thrown in the fire. We playing the defending 6A and, and 5A state champs in um, Duncanville and Beaumont United. Uh, then we also had, had Birdville was another one of our matchup that has a really good guard going to Michigan State. Um, but, yeah, super pleased with how our kids did. Um, I think a lot of our players got some really, really good college offers as a result of how they played in that event. Um, so it, it was it was very promising. And, and um, you know, throughout the rest of the summer, the kids did well with their AAU teams. Um, you know, I, I think all of our guys, you know, definitely came back at the start of school better players. Any offers from Wiffle Ball State University? I think that's where <laughs> Brendan's son is hoping to go. That's what we're trying to draw in. I'm trying to uh, collect funds in order to get that uh, rolling <laughs> endowment. You have, a go a fund me. you have a GoFundMe for Wiffle Ball State University scholarships? We'll give out those details a little bit later <laughs> on. <laughs> All right. Uh, in terms of, like, coaches, and obviously we've got a few big-time recruits here uh, at, like, Highlands High School. What's your interaction with uh, those coaches, just in general? And then what's your interaction with other high school coaches across the state? How, how often do you kind of meet or talk or just kind of shoot the ass about basketball? Uh, in the college thing, uh, you know, we've definitely have a, had a lot of college coaches uh, come through school in the fall um, and been in communication with a lot of them. I would say I probably talk a little bit more to assistant coaches than head coaches. Um, you know, obviously Trey Johnson is a is a heavily sought after recruit, and, and his father is one of our assistant coaches. I've never heard of him. Is um, he? <laughs> we'll do more about him later. He Sounds can, interesting. He can yeah. play a little bit. He can play a little bit. Uh, so a lot of coaches do communicate with Trey's father, with with Coach Johnson, uh, as he's a member of our staff as well. And um, but yeah, it's, you know, coaches will ask, you know, when good times to come by in the school. Uh, they'll ask about the kids' character, academics. Um, you know, just look for 
uh, more information on the type of player and, and people our kids are. Um, so there's definitely a lot of communication there. And uh, on the high school side, uh, I definitely have, um, you know, the coaching world, there's definitely a fraternity of coaches. And um, I have some close friends here in the area and even back in Austin that I competed against that, that I'll call from time to time, you know, asking questions about maybe how to how to guard this or what would you do here? How would you run this? And um, it's definitely good to have, you know, good friends. And, and sometimes those people were competitors um, that have turned into friends. But, um, you know, it, it's definitely great to have good people you can lean on for advice. And you, you speak about this fraternity. Um, what kind of hazing is involved to get into <laughs> such a fr- I mean, Brendan and I were both in fraternities and I don't I don't know that you guys do the same things that we did, but possibly. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think the hazing end of, of ours is usually, you know, being on one side of a 20-point game, maybe you, you get whooped pretty good by a coach, and, <laughs> and you want to go back and say, hey, no. man, how did what was that thing you were doing when you guys kicked our butt? And that starts a conversation, and then, uh, you know, you kind of become friends, and that, that, that definitely works both ways. Yep. So we're talking about coming off the summer and these types of uh, programs and, and getting guys different exposures to different systems to run in. What is is the thing that you see the most in terms of kicking off that rust as we get going into the you know fall fall arrives school starts guys are back in the in the gym under under your tutelage and what are the main tendencies that you see in terms of rust that needs to be kind of worn off um, as as they come back in? Yeah, I mean conditioning is definitely a big thing mm-hmm. in, in preseason basketball. We we want our kids to get in great great shape and so. Um, you know, part of that is just getting back used to, you know, really playing fast, really getting up and down the court. Um, so that's a, that's a big thing we're looking to do in the fall. Um, you know, we do put emphasis on the weight room in the fall. We try to get in there three times a week um, leading up to the season to kind of build a good base that will keep the kids healthy and ready for the, the wear and tear of the actual season. Um, you know, and then on the basketball side of things, every year you come in in the fall, the team's different. Um, you know, you have some returners this year. We have seven guys that, that had varsity experience, but so then you have five or six new guys that, that are new to the varsity. And so um, getting them up to speed on the system and then, and then really figuring out, you know, how you want to use your personnel and what types of things you want to do that's going to put your kids in the best position to be successful. That's really what we're looking at in the preseason. Right, so it's probably just as much on the coaches kicking off a little bit of the rust as it is as it is the players, especially the returning guys. And as we get into the first practice, uh, October twenty sixth was the initial kickoff practice. What what's a what's an in season practice look like for you guys? Yeah, we so we just started this this week. Uh, Wednesday uh, was our first official practice. Um, you know, we, we usually go for around two and a half hours, two hours, two and a half hours when, when we start the season and, and kind of scale back as the season goes. But, um, you know, we really like to emphasize our core values when we get into these these first really official practices. So, uh, you know, like Wednesday, our core value was family. So we'll, uh, we'll put a number up on the board and that's kind of the, the sprints we have to run at the end of practice. And if the kids are doing things on the court that embody that core value, then, then we might knock a couple sprints off. Things like sprinting to help a teammate up or pointing to somebody when you get a great pass or sacrificing, diving on the floor, taking a charge, you know, uh, those types of things. Uh, and then we kind of get that, hopefully get that number down by the end of practice. But we, we find it's a good time to like 
really revisit and, and reinforce kind of things that are really important to us as a program and as a team. Now, I've seen Hoosiers. I think one of his uh, key goals was vomit. Uh, he had one where the so any of that like put the trash can at the end of the line and let it let it all come out. Nothing like that here. Uh, that happens. I would say uh, with our <laughs> varsity happens. and JV guys, they're 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 past that. They're ready for official practice and they're in great shape. On the freshman level, the trash cans do come out from time to time <laughs> in in the fall. Uh, as they get adjusted to high school basketball and, and being in great shape. Any five passes before a shot type of scenario? I'm really going down the Gene Hackman coaching tree here. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> you know, we'll, we do a lot of different things in official practice, but sometimes it, it could be no dribble, uh, you Ooh, know, playing no four on four on four, no dribble, uh, you know, doing some things where if we are playing with a lead and, and we want to move the ball around and share it, uh, yeah, some things that are similar to that for sure. No dribble seems like an NBA practice. That's just they just don't ever dribble the ball, <laughs> or or they uh, dribble too often, too many times in one particular <laughs> between place. their legs. You ever seen James Harden by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, let's talk about some of the players as we uh, you know have entered in this uh, this new season, this new era, uh, which I know the entire community is extremely excited about. I mean, the buzz is is off the charts. And I uh, can't wait to walk the neighborhood for Halloween tomorrow night and uh, just listen to the hubbub about the program getting going. Uh, so we'll, we'll start off. We'll start off small. Um, Trey Johnson. Uh, we've heard of him. <laughs> we did a little bit of research. 6'5", shooting guard. I've seen that he might be the number one rated ESPN guy in the class of 2024. Uh, he remains uncommitted. Uh, how is he checking in uh, on the 26th of Still October? Still good? Yeah, he, he's he's had great practices. He's he's really being a leader for us uh, on a daily basis. And and first and foremost, Trey's a great kid. Uh, you know, he's a good student, uh, great family. Uh, you know, obviously, Dad's an assistant coach. And when you're a coach's kid, uh, you're already going to have some some expectations on you as as far as understanding the game and and bringing it every day. And and you know Trey has just continued to exceed expectations. Um, he just keeps getting better and better, and um, you know he's doing a great job of, of pushing his teammates every day and, and pushing himself. And uh, he's going to have a big year, and, and we're really excited about it. He's a special kid and a special player for sure. Of course, Samson uh, Alatan. Uh, he is the six nine six ten uh, center. Three-star recruit, number 21 recruit in Texas, and he has committed to the Yale Bulldogs. Uh, how has his summer been? Uh, Samson had a great summer. Uh, you know, he did really, really well at the TABC event in June. Uh, did really, really well with his AAU team, Southern Assault, uh, and some of their their big stuff in, in July. Um, and that really just skyrocketed his recruitment and uh, – you know he's he's been doing great um, so far in, in official practices and in off season and um, you know another another guy that's not just a great player but a great kid and uh, you know when you look at the makeup of a lot of winning teams and championship teams you know you, you need high character kids you need kids that are not just great players but great people and, and Samson embodies that he's you know an, another kid that's a great student a great teammate. Uh, and just really, really a hard worker. Um, I did check my notes on Yale, so he does need to be a good student, I think. Uh, that seems to be the case. But I would also ask you, though, Coach Joe, is there uh, in your 
previous coaching stops, have you had any other players go to the Ivy Leagues, or is this your first? Yeah, as a head coach, definitely my first. Uh, I did a previous stint here at Lake Highlands, and uh, I was an assistant basketball and football coach, and we actually had two kids who played both football and basketball uh, who attended Harvard, uh, Ricky Zorn, wow. who's okay. uh, actually back in the Lake Highlands community and uh, a father and community member, and so we're, we're ready for the, these next generation of little Zorns to get up here, but uh, he went to Harvard to play football. Uh, but was also a point guard in basketball. And then uh, Reed McCann was another one who was a defensive end that we coached here uh, who went on to Harvard as well. Wow. We've got some, we've got some brains uh, in addition to the uh, athletics over here at Lake Highlands High School. Not, not you, though. Uh, well, I've already, I've already gone on. Uh, oh. I've, I've, my playing days are over. Um, but we can <laughs> Your academic days are also over. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I still have something to offer to the academic community. Um, what about um, – like some of the other guys to look out for as we get going on this fall season. I know you got seven returning uh, players from last season, but who might be some guys that uh, maybe are going to be newer names and faces for the fans to come out and support? Yeah, there's, there's two, two guys right off the top of my head that are going to have huge seasons and have been doing really well uh, summer and fall are our, our two point guards. Uh, Quentin Perkins is a senior, 2023, 6'1" kind of a combo guard. He can play point guard. He can play off the ball, lightning quick, uh, gets end-to-end better than anybody I've ever coached. Really good defender. Uh, you know, last year he kind of guarded the other team's best player a lot. Um, he had a great summer with us and with Dallas Showtime. You know, he's got some Division One recruitment going on uh, and is going to have a big year. And then the other one is, is Jalen Washington, um, another point guard. He's a 2024, so he's a junior. Uh, he played for us quite a bit last year, coming off the bench, and uh, super confident kid, super hard worker. He has been really, really working hard uh, this summer and this fall on his game, and it's going to show. He's a competitor uh, and, a, and, a, and a true point guard, gets people involved, can knock down shots, uh, can defend. So I think those two are going to have big years. And then, and then two other seniors that are, that are returners and leaders for us are, are Warren Hamilton and Khalil Thomas. Uh, both kind of shooting guards uh, who can do a little bit of everything uh, and will play uh, a big role for us as well. Which brings us to our uh, standing segment, the Marable Homes Player of the Week. Marable Custom Homes, of course, uh, a wonderful home builder here in the Lake Highlands area in Lakewood and Highland Park. Uh, they've got a lot of just fantastic projects going uh, here and you can't really go down the street without seeing a Marable home sign. Yeah, you would. If you're driving your car and you don't see a Marable home sign, you probably shouldn't have a driver's license because that <laughs> means you're not looking at what's in the road. <laughs> so we will uh, have our player of the summer. So our Marable Homes player of the summer is. We got to go with uh, big man Samson Alaton. Uh, I think his efforts at the uh, TABC showcase and uh, what he did, uh, also with his AAU team, you know, just just in some ways kind of changed the trajectory of of his future and so uh we're proud of him and, and he'd definitely be our player of the summer and we talked about samson over the summer uh, a little bit and, and last year during the season where i just said he's gotten so much better like he you know when we watched him as a sophomore he couldn't really handle the ball inside he'd kind of let a rebound fall off his hands and then he kind of corrected that last year and then i said he just needs to get a little bit meaner 
And I've looked at the pictures, which we'll we'll put up on our social media for Samson being our Marable Homes Player of the Week. Now, but does he's got he get a Marable home. <laughs> that's a deal. That's a I don't deal. know. I mean, that. the NIL like stuff we may get to. That I just think that that seems possibly fitting. And we're talking about uh, the summer. He does not get a Marable home, but he does get a twenty dollar gift card to Andy's Ice Cream, uh, one of our local establishments. Have a few ice creams on the Lake Hooplands podcast, uh, Mr. Samson Alaton. All right, now, full court press with Coach Joe. Now, Coach Joe doesn't know any of these questions that are going to be coming at him, so they're sort of rapid fire, so no time to think. We're just going to Don't go look at here. our run sheets. Don't look at any of our notes. Don't look. Look straight at Nope. Look. There you go. <laughs> I got it. I got it. All right. All right. All right. Go. What is Coach Joe's favorite dinner? Um, pretty simple, but got to go with pizza. Pizza, fantastic. Favorite, go wrong. favorite scary movie. Ooh, not a scary movie guy. Same. Uh, I'm not a big fan of scary movies. Uh, because it's that time of season, we'll just go the original Halloween. Mike Myers, Halloween's tomorrow, so can't go. can't go wrong with that. How about your favorite Halloween candy? I know you got a little bit of a sweet Ooh. tooth. <laughs> Tough, I, I, you know, again, kind of simple, but I got to go Snickers. I mean, solid, uh, traditional candy uh, that's always good. Cannot go wrong there. Favorite sport besides basketball? Uh, to watch football, to play golf. All right. How about this one? NBA hoops or NCAA hoops? Uh, great question. Uh, definitely prefer watching college basketball over NBA basketball. There we go. Fundamentals. And finally, on this Sunday, in which the Cowboys defeated the Bears 49-29. to Covering. You're a Bears fan. This is true. Urlacher or Singletary? Oh, that's tough. Uh, I am always partial to the... 85 Bears, best team of all time. And uh, as much as I did love Brian Urlacher, I got to go with uh, Singletary. Now, you do have the Ditka sweater, which I was really hoping you would wear to the podcast. I was really kind of thinking we should have insisted on that, but I didn't want to put too much pressure. We should have put it on it. All right, well, let's get to some future uh, events here coming up. Something very, very soon. So Wednesday night, 7 p.m. at Lake Highlands High School, the Lake Highlands basketball tip-off. And this is a March Madness, oh, not March Madness, Midnight Madness uh, type of event. Dunk contest, three-point contest. What else can the fans uh, see and, and have in store for them? Yeah, we, we would love for everybody to come out this Wednesday night. Uh, you know, really it's a great week for Lake Highlands athletics in general. So, so volleyball is, is going to be playing uh, Tuesday night their first playoff game. Uh, uh, volleyball can get their own podcast. So, <laughs> well, we, we love them. And so go out and support them Tuesday. Uh, football's playing their senior night Thursday. But in between that, in between that, we really want the Lake Highlands community to come out to the tip-off. It's your chance to meet the team, both boys and girls, uh, meet the varsity teams. Uh, this is our, I think, seventh year doing the tip-off now. You'll get to see a dunk contest, three-point shootout. Uh, we'll have performances from a lot of different student groups, Highland Dets, Cheer, Wranglers, uh, the Ruby Reds, and uh, and then you'll get to see a little live scrimmage. It'll be really your first chance to, to see the 2022-2023 team in action. 
it's a fantastic event. Uh, we have been the last few seasons, and uh, my son, who is almost 10 years old, 10 years old next week, uh, we just have a great time at this event. And and almost everyone can dunk now. Uh, that wasn't the way it was when I was playing basketball. Uh, and so the dunk contest is actually going to be interesting. It, it should be very interesting. I think there might be some early favorites, but we could see some upsets. And, and I could even say the same thing. I think seven years ago when we started doing the tip-off here, there's maybe a couple guys that were barely getting dunks in there. And, and it's definitely different now. We it, It's going to be entertaining. Now, I used a tennis ball uh, to dunk a few times. Is that going to be legal or you just got to use a full-size basketball? Yeah, you got to go full-size. <laughs> okay. So. Uh, all right. Fantastic. Let's get into... The two scrimmages, so obviously we've got Wednesday night, uh, Lake Highland tip-off, and then coming up on Saturday, uh, there is a scrimmage at Duncanville High School. You're going to play two teams, and this is what I was talking about earlier when we talked about the just incredible schedule that you guys play. So at 1 o'clock on Saturday, November 5th at Duncanville High School, you're going to play Link Prep. So Link Prep, for those that don't know, is a basketball academy, can I call it that? I'm sure you could call it that. Okay. Uh, Former Lake Highlands uh, player B.J. Davis transferred to the Link Academy. It's actually in Branson, Missouri. Uh, So that game will be at Duncanville High School, 1 o'clock against Link Prep, and then 4 o'clock against Sunrise Christian Academy. And I know, Brendan, you were looking into Link Academy a bit. Uh, What's their roster look like? Their roster is very, very uh, deep. What I would consider to be very deep. We've got uh, Jacoby Walker, shooting guard from McKinney, number 10 in the 2023 uh, class. It looks like he is committed to Baylor, uh, if we're not mistaken. So, Maribel Holmes may have some uh, some interesting uh, flip-flopping going on <laughs> in that one. Um, but then they've also got a commitment from uh, Jacob Cole, who's a small forward from Houston. He's a commitment to uh, Oklahoma. You've got Corey Chest. He's a power forward uh, from New Orleans. He is going to probably the favorite of uh, his upbringing, which would be LSU. And then uh, also Elliot Cadeau, who's a point guard from Jersey, uh, rounding out, I guess, this is probably their starting four of their starting five. Uh, have you had a chance to scout these guys uh, yet, or are you just going to go uh, ad lib on this one? Uh, you know, familiar with some of those players, uh, especially Jacoby Walter, who is a really talented Dallas kid from McKinney. And I've seen a number of those players uh, playing in AAU or, or in other settings. And, um, yeah, they're absolutely very talented team. They, they had a lot of success uh, last year. It was kind of, I think, their first year really playing uh, as a team. Um, and so we're excited about that challenge. Uh, you know, the thing about our kids is, we, we don't duck anybody. We don't uh, run from competition. Uh, part of what's gotten us to where we are today is we want to go play the best and try to beat the best. And that's how you get better. And so we're going to learn a lot about our team. And uh, we're excited at the, the TB5 scrimmage Saturday. It's put on by a guy named Kellen Buffington, who does a lot of good things in the area. Uh, and he's given us a, a great schedule. where We're going to find out what we're made of. So uh, it'll be a good learning experience for us. And um, we'll be ready. I think it's amazing these kind of basketball academies that have popped up, obviously, due to recruiting and and all the things that have opened up a little bit. Uh, Do you think it's harder, a lot harder, on these coaches to put these pieces together every single year? It's almost like you're – 
a Calipari where you're grabbing a bunch of one and dones and you got a bunch of one and dones the year after that. I mean, they're going to have these guys maybe for a couple of years, but it's interesting to try and put those moving parts together. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm partial to, to high school basketball and the, and the kids in our community playing for our school. And, uh, you know, it's going to be a challenge to go play a team with kids from all over the country. But uh, if we want to be the best team in the state of Texas, one of the best teams in the nation, we got to go take those teams on. And, uh, and I, I know the thing about our kids is uh, we're going to show up and we're going to be ready to play. I love it. Uh, so the game at 4 p.m. at Duncanville High School, uh, Sunrise Christian Academy. They've got uh, Matas Buzelis. Uh, he's from Illinois. He's the number 11 player in 2023. Scotty Middleton, uh, small forward from Miami. He's the number 18 player in 23. He's committed to Ohio State. Layden Blocker is their point guard. He's the number 22 player in 23. He's committed to Arkansas. And then they've got John Bowl, seven foot two center from St. Louis. He's the number 10 player in the 24 class. Not related to Manute Bull. I actually I did research that. on that. I, I did. Don't, I don't buy that. He I is from he is. he is from the South Sudan, but not related to Manute Bull. Oh, okay, that's fair. So there you go. Uh, what are you seeing from Sunrise? Uh, again, just another talented program. They've been around probably a little bit longer than Link. Uh, I've seen some of those players. There's another kid named Miro Little that's going to Baylor. Uh, very good guard. Played on the. Uh, Poland or Swedish national team. Hmm. Uh, but, yeah, they're going to be a great challenge for us. And, uh, you know, I, I think, you know, size-wise, they're definitely going to have the advantage. But, um, you know, a lot of times what you see in basketball is, is guard play can be a, a, a big game-changing factor. And uh, I know we've got great great guard play, and, and, and we're going we're gonna to get after them. I love that name, Layden Blocker. That's a fantastic basketball, good basketball name, name. If, if there ever was one. Um, and then we've got, uh, in a couple of weeks, the Cowtown tip-off put on by uh, North Crowley. Um, and that's a loaded field, if there ever was one. Um, you've got, uh, this is going to be on November 10th and 11th, uh, for our listeners to head out to North Crowley for this. you got 15 of the preseason top 25 teams in Texas that are going to be playing in this event. Um, you guys are slated to take on Prestonwood Christian Academy uh, out of Plano, um, and they've got a couple of uh, big names uh, there as well. Um, if you want to shed any light on those players or just their program in general, Joe. Yeah, we're excited. That'll be our, our really our first official game. Uh, so we're excited to play Prestonwood at the, at the Cowtown tip-off. Uh, they're coached by Jeff Clarkson, who's a good friend of mine. Uh, I'm a Plano East grad, so so is Jeff, and uh, we've known each other for a long time. He does a great job. Uh, they do have a player named uh, Jalen Shelley, who who is new to Prestonwood over there, but is a is a tremendous talent. He uh, played summer ball with um, Jalen Washington, one of our little point guards, and and uh, so I got to watch him quite a bit while I was watching Jalen, and he's a, he's a very talented player. So that's going to be a challenge uh, matching up with him. Well, uh, I'm just shocked at the amazing amount of talent that is going to be on hand at both the scrimmage and the North Crowley. I mean, that's if you want to see fantastic high school basketball, you got to go to these events. Yeah, I've, we've always known, uh, or at least since in our uh, lifetime, since we're all roughly the same age, that Texas basketball was pretty uh, top-notch. Um, but the inventory of top-notch players is, is growing uh, almost outwardly like a funnel. I've never really seen anything like it. I mean, these guys are picking up offers from 
every of the top programs in the country. Obviously, Trey Johnson is holding an offer from you know every major program in this country. But you take a guy like um, uh, Shelley, who's get uh, just got an offer, I guess, from Alabama uh, a couple of weeks ago, um, and then just Kansas is making a, a ton of offers out to a lot of Texas area players as well, and they're the defending national champs. It's just where does this thing? And this is a total hotbed of, uh, of high school basketball players looking to go to the next level. Yeah, I think the, the Dallas area has produced a ton of, ton of talent. And uh, I think Texas has always been known for its football and high school football. And, um, you know, over the last 20, 30 years, there's been um, so many talented basketball players coming out of Dallas. And I, and I think right now, um, you, you're seeing more and more just how competitive this area is. You have so many great uh, high school coaches and programs. You have so many great AAU programs and coaches there. And, and our kids just have this great platform where they compete against each other, you know, a lot. And iron sharpens iron. And you're seeing a lot of these kids, you know, from playing the best kids all the time here in Dallas, you know, they go on to the national level and they go on to the collegiate level and even the, the pro level and, and are doing great things. I mean, you look at, uh, I think Tyrese Maxey the other night just, just went off for 44 and didn't miss a shot for, I think, his first, I don't know, 10 attempts or something. Uh, but, you know, he was he was right here playing at South Garland right down the street uh, a few years ago. And, you know, you see Drew Timmy and Kaysen Wallace in our district and, and what they're doing at the collegiate level and going to do at the pro level. It's, it's – uh, it's great to see. So if you want to see the next crop of guys like that, and 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 you know when it's only three dollars a ticket or five dollars a ticket, uh, you know come out to some of these events, and uh, you'll get to see the the future stars of college and, and pro basketball. And we have the next crop at our high school. So thank you very much, Joe. This of course has been the Lake Hooplands podcast. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, watchers. Uh, but it is brought to us by. Tritex cabinets. Give Tritex a call if you are looking for some custom cabinetry. I've done two remodels. I've called them and talked to them. I mean, they're fantastic to work with. So we will get out of your ears. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Scott and Joe. Thank you, Brendan. Listeners. Thank you, guys. Every other week. Adios. Adios.